I hate you. <laughs> what? Uh, first and foremost, I hate you, Aaron. Why? <laughs> You've got the greatest the- saga in all of I'm professional about wrestling. It on the podcast. Oh my god. Yes, yes, save everything. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Happy Mother's Day! It is a uh, a big day for all you mothers out there. Uh, we are here. I am joined, as always, by Cookie. Yes, sir. Big Mike. Yep. And Tolbert. Oh yeah. Uh, so w- welcome to the podcast, boys. Uh, what are we doing this week? What are you doing specifically to make Amanda feel all uh, uh, loved, Mike? Uh, well, so can I go through what I was going to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So originally my plan was because my wife, can, I can't sleep in for anything. She can sleep in forever. So I was going to get the boys up, put them in the van, drive, go pick up breakfast and like be out of the house for like hours. That was my plan. Like come back at like 1030 or 11 o'clock. Uh, this morning, we wake up to the sounds of Elliot throwing up on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's calling for mom. So mom goes and gets him. And over a multi-episode event, we're like up for an hour. Just, and he's just puking. We have no idea why. And uh, she comes back to bed and I go, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> God so that was bless that was the start of our Mother's Day. I ended up making her breakfast this morning instead. Um, Elliot seems fine. We have no idea. He was fine when he went to bed. He was fine when he woke up. He just got hammered last night. Yeah, he just had to get those three out <laughs> onto the carpet because he, he's not aware enough to realize he's supposed to throw up in a bucket yet, even if you give him a bucket. Sometimes I'm not either, Mike. So you know. It's <laughs> time. I've seen uh, Tolbert go from bucket size to to little Dixie cup size. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that sucked, Aaron. That was terrible. <laughs> no, he did. He threw up in a Dixie cup. I, th- that that was, was a little bigger, man. It was more like a sixteen ouncer. Well, anyways, uh, Mike, anything else? Are, are are you doing anything instead of that? Um, no, because uh, we're going on vacation, you know, in a week or two, and she just wants to hang out with the kids. So sounds good. Tobert, are you doing anything for Mother's Day? Call my mama. Uh, I I, uh, I sent her a card in the mail, <laughs> and uh, I I did it so last minute. I had to overnight it to Fayetteville, mm. which is an hour away. Yep, <laughs> an hour and a half away. But the good thing is, I think that all mail goes to Fayetteville. I think that it, that's it does. Like the regional it does. thing. And they still make you pay to ship it there. That's <laughs> o- overnight. But I did give my dad a heads up that there was like an official envelope because you have to put the card inside a big overnight envelope and send it. I was like, just give you a heads up, dad. You're not getting subpoenaed or anything, but there's <laughs> official mail coming to the I, house on Saturday. Just sign Are you Mr. Tolbert? No. <laughs> but mama got a, I got her a very large Lowe's gift card so she can uh, plant her garden and work on the house. I'm a very happy mom. I called her this morning. She's good to go. Uh, Tolbert, I, I would think that that would be expected to have a belated Mother's Day gift from you. I'm Maybe always your on brothers it. on you're, time. No, no, opposite, opposite, exact opposite, dude. 
So you were the one that's on time. Always, always. In fact, I, I, I was talking to my mother. I was like, hey, you heard from my brother yet? And he goes, oh, no, no, yet. I'm sure he'll call me around 8 o'clock this evening. And she sighed. <laughs> and then we were, you know, just kind of poking fun. And he goes, you know what he got me one year? He put $7.27 on my Amazon gift card online. What what was the seven dollars and twenty seven cents for? I guess that's all the money he had at the moment, which you know. As a college sweet. student, I'm sure <laughs> that it, it was a thing. Him but being yes, the uh, uh, it, a, a lot of times, big brain does not equal big heart. Sometimes, like if, if you read comic books, the Fantastic Four, Reed Richards always puts his studies before his family. Are you, are you saying I have a, a big heart and small brain? You're like the thing. You're, you're like a big, Ooh. lovable, lovable man monster. <laughs> Thank you, I think. <laughs> anyway, what, Cookie, what are you doing compliment. for Mother's Day? What a, what a terrible compliment. <laughs> that was terrible. That was a backhanded a compliment. Hey, hey, Tober, you got a big heart, tiny brain. <laughs> that was the biggest backhanded compliment ever. <laughs> What I'm doing for Mother's Day, uh, I'm going to be calling my mother after this podcast is over. Um, I am not fully vaccinated, so that's the only reason why I didn't go see her in person yet. So I'm being responsible. There you go. Is she fully vaccinated? She. Uh, we got to have a talk. I'm not sure she's fully vaccinated either yet. Wait, and why not? She may have one dose and not the other yet. I'm not sure. Well, you guys sure. together would make one full dose. You should go see her. <laughs> I don't know. That math adds up. Yeah, that math works. That, that podcast math. math. <laughs> that, that's the that's the Varnum math. <laughs> that you, you've got a a twenty five percent chance of uh fifty percent chance, and then Kurt Angle's in there, which is twenty five percent less, mm -hmm. and then Cookies in there, which is a seventy five percent chance, a sixty six percent, and a third chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I forgot the whole Steiner math thing. Uh, okay. uh, what did you do this week, Cookie? Anything? Nothing special this week, boys. I didn't burst any bubbles. You know, it's just been a boring, like I said, house hunting week. So you, Cookie's just been house hunting. Maybe that was my bubble this week. Cookie, how's that going? It, it sounds like that's a little bit more stressful than uh, you would like for it to be. Listen, man, when you're looking at apartments and you're like, Everything is in the two thousand dollar range. Like oh. everything, rent is like base rent is like two thousand to to three thousand dollars. It's ridiculous, man. Does your uh, does your group or class like have a Facebook page where people are you know trying to cohabitate or something like that that you can reduce your costs? Yeah, but I already have three people that I'm bringing down there. So it's like me, Diane. And my boy Chase. So we already have three. So wait, wait, you got a you got a boy Chase that's gonna follow you to Denver? You have a posse? I got a posse coming. Does, You're like, does he know boy you're Mayweather? <laughs> wait, what <laughs> Cookie Mayweather. We're all gonna be broke, man. That's the that's the fun of it. We're just gonna say fuck it. We're young enough, we can just all go there and say fuck it, buy it, get a job. Man, no no offense to your boy Chase. I'm about to shit on him hard, but like what like, has he just got nothing else going on in his life that he's just going to follow <laughs> Cookie? To he, literally, Denver. he literally, Fuck it, bro, I'll go with you. Yeah, hey, dude, I'll, like, it's cool. We'll he's go like, check I it am, out together. I'm so done with North Carolina. He was like, I just want to get out. He was like, if you're going, I'm going. I'm like, all right, whatever. Makes Does the race have one friend? And then yeah. He's the only friend that's like just that 
desperate to get out of North Carolina. Ride or die, man, I guess. Hey, you know, props to Chase. You know, <laughs> Chase, Chase has a big heart, tiny brain, too. Tiny brain. <laughs> Definitely has a tiny brain. <laughs> Tolbert, I didn't mean that in a mean way when I said that. Yes, you did. Okay. Well, now you're backtracking. <laughs> Tolbert, what, do you, what, what else did you do this week? Anything? And uh, we got some, as you know, we run with a small crew at work. So we got a couple people out of town. So I've been covering. So I've been on the uh, the night shift grind the past like four nights. Got a couple more to go. So I've been work uh, tonight, Tobert. Yes, sir. So yeah. I've been night stalking, man. Been going to bed at like four in the morning. I can't believe you were actually able to, to wake up on time for this today. Uh, I got up to uh, make some coffee. My, my beautiful wife wanted breakfast. So I... Uh, I appeased her, and I watched a little bit of the F1 race. Oh, the F1 race. Ooh, yeah, nice. Spanish Grand Prix on. Mike, what else did you do this week? Uh, you know, work, cleaned the shed, went golfing, just loving life, loving not having school to worry about. Boys, I got an A- minus in that class uh, that I was, I was very nervous about. Uh, you went for the plus, but... You know, I, I take the minus. I, I take the minus. I still get full uh, reimbursement from my uh, my place of employment. They give you uh, if you get an A, you get full reimbursement. I still get full reimbursement. So <laughs> they take you for ice it. cream, too. Yeah, <laughs> they do. I also get a uh, a personal pan pizza at the Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, my God. And $10 and over your the... report card on the refrigerator in the in the in the break room. Yep. I, I get a free donut at the Krispy Kreme if I want to go take shot. it there. How much Planet Fun money do you get? Oh man, Planet Fun! I haven't been there in so long since that. Like that—that's like patient zero of the coronavirus, I think. So I—I I, I don't know if I want to go to Planet Fun right now. Uh, so boys, this week I am going to the mountains. We are going to Lake Lure. We're going to be having a fun time this week. It is Jasmine's thirtieth birthday. We are going to be going to the mountains. I will be hopefully uh, letting you guys know my progress on everything this week we, we're gonna be uh kayaking on the lake we're gonna be going to some like couples massage thing with a beautiful overlook of the mountains and uh that's about it i i'm probably gonna be bootlegging a lot of wrestling up there yes cookie uh just make sure you hang your food high enough you know from my personal experience bears like to come out so i just want to remind you so someone someone smart enough like i think his name was mike told me that you gotta hang your food high enough so that the bears don't uh, don't come and get your food. Yeah, Cookie, I also think Barnum will be inside. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, <laughs> we have a cabin. Uh, but Cookie, oh, oh, okay, never mind, I'm sorry. I, I, I would like to inform you that that actually was not a bear, that was Chase trying to find food. <laughs> he used to it, especially now that he gets hopped up on uh, some legal weed. Yeah. He ain't going to keep nothing in the refrigerator, man. I, I, I'm I'm sorry, but, but that was Chase. Uh, anyways. Motherfucker, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> We're going to the mountains this week. It's going to be fun. I, I do want to bring up one thing, and I told Jasmine I was going to bring this up. This week, uh, Jasmine really likes to watch My 600-Pound Life. Okay. No, I, I can't do it. Oh, I just can't. I, can't do it. Can't I know. And I know it's, it's a tough show to watch. Well, this, <laughs> this week, it was a follow-up episode. The guy had the surgery. He's losing weight, right? This guy went to a zoo in Cameron, North Carolina. Have you ever been there, Tolbert? Yes, I have. It's where the Hardy Boys live. Well, have you been to the zoo there? 
No, I haven't. I didn't know they had a zoo in Cameron, North Carolina. <laughs> it is a big, beautiful zoo in Cameron, North Carolina. They're showing cutaways of everything. There's a really obese tiger that just wants to kill himself. <laughs> There's a, a giraffe, a zebra. But most importantly, there was a monkey that they had on a leash that they were walking around, right? Did you guys know when monkeys have children, they develop big, beautiful breasts? Um, I, I think I've seen some footage, maybe. Uh, this uh, Jasmine and I had common, to watch common this thing clip. In nature. We had to watch this clip multiple times. This monkey had the best rack I'd ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> what? Are you were you popping chubs over there for some monkey? I, I was I, I was concerned. <laughs> it was just very nice shape. But Jasmine wanted to, to 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 look at it again. We said, "Wait a minute, did that monkey have tits?" I thought the story was going somewhere else. Yeah, that was. I I don't even know what. To what say are you doing, is. step monkey? <laughs> Yeah, did, did the patient get stuck at the zoo and the, and the monkey unstuck him? All right. Well, I thought it was going to be a little bit funnier than uh, we, we uh, it, it ended up being. You're sick. You're sick. It, it's not that sick. I don't understand what the deal is. Anyways. It, yeah. Let's just move on. I'm over here Googling monkey tits. <laughs> yeah, like it's just... On Mother's Day? On Mother's Day, Aaron. Ugh. Do you know who I, I guarantee uh, has looked it up? Chase, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Tiny brain. Oh, wait, can we go back? So, Aaron, with all these backhanded compliments and things, so did you tell Jasmine that that was the best pair of tits you've ever seen? Oh, Jasmine agreed. Okay, because that's a that's a you know a dig at her. Well, yeah, yeah. Jasmine was looking at it and she said, "Yeah, I agree. Those are the, the that that monkey's got better tits than I do." I don't know. I'm gonna have to pull it up. I'm gonna have to send a gift this week to you guys in the, the group chat. Looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> also this week, we got together for blood and guts, blood Mike, and guts, blood and guts. Tell us what happened on Wednesday night. Blood and guts. You say me? Yes, Mike. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. Our part. gracious, our gracious host. Yeah. What we got together. We did enchiladas and um rice it's like spanish rice and then um jasmine tequila yeah jasmine made aaron make corn and then tolbert made margaritas it was delicious it was great i i pooped corn for like three days i'm still pooping corn (laughs) the old days were chef kiss though and then uh yeah and then we got to watch blood and guts one of the greatest live you know weekly shows i've ever seen wrestling to say for a wednesday night I was pretty jacked that up. Was, on that Wednesday was, night. you know, pay-per-view quality. It was we great. all enjoyed it. We got together. We got to watch a good wrestling match that, that we had been anticipating for a little bit. Uh, the Blood and Guts match was a lot of fun. It was very bloody. It was very bloody. FTR got in there. Uh, Santana, Santana and Ortiz got them all bloodied up. It was good. We had fun. Aaron uh, took a tequila he, shot. Yeah, Aaron took a tequila shot. Got, got, got himself nice. We and didn't loose. tell him it was a double. It was a double tequila shot. Was it a double? Mm-hmm. Tall, the tall glasses, man. Oh, well, that makes sense. Nice. That's nice. why I was I was walking around naked with with uh, old Hudson, Hudson oh Venus over there. Oh yeah, Hudson <laughs> Venus. 
Hudson Venus. Did you take a picture of that? I've got a picture. Mike, do I have permission to post Hudson on the Instagram? Uh, is it a front or back shot? Oh, he's he's it's front shot with the towel on. Oh, if he's got a towel on, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's ahead. not naked. Yeah, he can't have his dick out. Like, come on now. Hello, babies. <laughs> Hello, babies. <laughs> so we I got did together, do the little towel spin when it fell off, though. Say what? I did the little towel spin when it, it eventually fell off him, and I did the little towel spin, Velvenus towel spin. Next week, he's going to be posting about QAnon. Uh, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. All right. So this week, I wanted to talk about mothers in wrestling. I know it, it's something that we, you know, Becky Lynch is a mother. A, bu a bunch of women wrestlers have children. I wanted to talk about real awesome mothers this week on $2 Steak. We did not get to talk about uh, uh, Buff Bagwell's mom. In, uh, still, what, what, what was she on? Well, she's, she's still, still up there. The she's on the pole. Oh, yeah, she's still on the pole, man. She's yeah. up, still up there. So, we, you know, we couldn't. Couldn't get her on the podcast. I heard I heard that Buff had breakfast catered up there, though. Okay, good. For Mother's Day. I wonder if he overnighted a card up to the top of the pole. $7.27. A good, a good son would. Send her some liver pudding and a, and a nice biscuit up there. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, we're, we're talking about three very special mothers this week. Uh, but But let's talk about some wrestling. All right, for our first mother match of the week, Big Mike, you have got somebody call his mama, Shouting Benjamin against Big Show. Well, way to just, you know, bury the lead there. The whole the whole video plays up to the Big Show spot, and you just ruined it. Um, Damn, Aaron. Dude, sorry. Like, literally damn, killed, man. like, this segment is not very long, and you just killed well, the whole is, damn thing. This is kind of the dynamic you and Aaron have. So, to, yeah, well, like, to break that. I had know, this whole thing going on in my head, and how I was going <laughs> to, damn it. All right. So, <laughs> I can redact that if you'd like. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's the power. In. We're live, pal. Um, all right, Vince is waiting backstage. We get, uh, you know, an intern or somebody comes up to him and says, hey, someone's here waiting for you. And, you know, Vince is like, all right, let's tell him, tell him a minute or so. Uh, apparently, Vince thinks it's Candace. Anybody care to Candace give me Michelle. some background? On At the time, Candace Michelle was uh, WWE's, like, she was kind of a trashy hot diva that also had a Playboy centerfold uh, at, at the time. So she was like the uh, the sex kitten of WWE. Gotcha. And, you know, Vince, at this point, I don't think the company's um, public, so it's private, so he can kind of do whatever he wants. And, he, you know, I think he's tr thinks he's going to get lucky with Candace. So he uh, he starts undressing, um, shirt down to his belly button, turns around, starts unbuckling his pants. We hear, you know, the door open, and Vince is just like, hey, I just want to feel your presence, and starts, you know, doing his song and dance, and he turns around, practically with his dick out and uh and all of a sudden you hear oh sugar sugar mr mcmahon <laughs> and uh it's shelton benjamin's mama straight from south carolina orangeburg south carolina orangeburg south carolina 
and, he, and she said, you know, we, well, essentially she's there to, you know, try to get Shelton a match. Um, the, the video clip is just full of like, if you, well, you have to watch it a couple of times to catch a little bit of like, especially what Shelton says, cause he's kind of quiet in the background. And uh, you just hear Shelton go, why are your pants down? <laughs> and his, his mama goes, mind your business. <laughs> Very problematic uh, <laughs> video clip. Probably not being transferred over to the Peacock app. Uh, probably not. We, we, uh, this Shelton Ben, and I, I don't think this is his real mama. Uh, it is not. Lady, they no, they hired not. this lady. This she was lady was just w- way too, way too clean and direct. I mean, granted, like his Shelton's mama might be like this, but this lady has spent some time around just like it felt like Southern old Southern black women. Um, I believe at the time, Big Mama's House 2 starring Martin Lawrence had just come out and they oh said, you know, let, let's let's give him a big, uh, lovable uh, Southern mom. And, uh, you know, Shelton's just kind of like, hey, kind of embarrassed about this whole situation. His mom's trying to lobby his boss for a, a match on TV. And his mom goes, mind your business. Grown folk talking. I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, again, she's lying. She says, it doesn't matter who you fight because you're Benjamin. You're going to whoop that ass. She's talking him up, which is really nice. Uh, so she tells him, like, hey, you're going to get a match. Vince hasn't agreed to it yet, but um, you're going to get a match. So you go get ready. You go get warmed up. And then she goes, don't, don't eyeball me, boy. You're walking on the devil's ground. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard that expression before. Neither have I. But I can tell you that she has because she definitely wasn't just coming up with these on the spot. <laughs> yeah. The devil's ground. Um, long story short, Vince does agree to ha- let Shelton have a match on Monday Night Raw. Um, and then, you know, Shelton's gone and, you know, mom and Vince have a little one on one. And she she, uh, she tells Vince, you know, when you ready for some chocolate thunder. Oh, God. Some brown sugar. Look me up. Um, and Vince is clearly disturbed, has no idea how to handle what it is that just happened. Uh, uh, w- so- would we like to say that that was uh, empowerment on uh, Shelton Benjamin's w- w- mom at that point? It did seem that Vince uh, had some had some uh, PTSD from that uh, event. You know, I, I don't think, you know, Vince at this time had really ever been talking to by by a woman like that. So, you know. It, it clearly ate him at his core. He, he wasn't sure how to take the whole situation. Um, yes, Cookie. Uh, I think not too long after this, uh, Vince did hit up uh, Shelton Benjamin's mama, because if you remember, he started wearing do-rags, started saying, <laughs> yo, 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 stuff like that. So I dropping in bombs. Yeah, dropping in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you believe you believe, Cookie, that this gave uh, Vince the card? Uh, yeah, I think this gave Vince a one-time usage of the card, and then it was immediately revoked once we heard how bad he sounded. So, and- uh, for future reference, if if you make love to a big, beautiful woman of a different race, you get the card. Maybe, maybe I'm not there. sure. How, I'm not sure the right how direction. semantics worked with with them. It, you know. It, it, She's a big, a beautiful black woman. Maybe that's what she said. Maybe she said, you know what, Vince? You can say it one time. Drop one it one time. time for him. One time. I don't know. That did he, did he get happened. that approval notarized? <laughs> did he have to show that to Booker T? 
<laughs> I think Booker T ripped it up as soon as he saw the piece of paper. All right, you get one, Vince. That was it. <laughs> so what um, you're telling me is that Hulk Hogan never made love to a big, beautiful black lady. No, that and, was. And Hulk Hogan I guarantee you he is not. <laughs> okay, noted, noted, noted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to this match that happened January 16th, 2006 in Raleigh, North Carolina, in case everybody's caring. Uh, Sheldon and his mom coming out. Man, his mom is hyped. She's so happy that her boy's on TV. And, you know, she's just talking him up. She's like, oh, we whooping ass today. It don't matter because you're going to whoop that ass. It don't matter who's coming out because we don't know who's coming out yet. Um, they're in the ring. They're hyped up. You know, Shelton's kind of hopping on his feet. Well, it's the big show. Clearly distraught now. Um, Shelton and, and his mama. Um, you know, it's, it's you can just see it visually. Big show's coming out. He's got a, a wrap on one of his hands. Apparently, Triple H busted him, busted it up, up with a sledgehammer, but it doesn't matter. He's he's one half of the tag team champions. Who uh, who is his partner? I have no clue. Uh, I don't know. Crap, I can't remember either. He comes out with the belt on his on his shoulder though. Big Show gets in the ring and uh, you know slowly walking towards Shelton and his mom who are standing in the center and they, they start slowly backing away and Shelton's trying to hype his mom up now. He's like, hey, don't, don't, don't worry, mama. It doesn't matter about his size. You know, give him peace of your mind. And uh, they, they just slowly walk back and uh, big show steps on the bottom rope, lifts up the middle, lets his mom kind of slide out. And she just looks at Shelton and says, you do, you do the best you can, son. You do the best you can. Um, and that, and that, that you know, the, in itself, Mike, it is a good representation of what a good mom does on this Mother's Day, as we honor moms, they are a great source of encouragement to their children. Even in the face of adversity, they know that their child may get destroyed by this seven foot, 500 pound giant, but they're going to give it their all. It was Kane. Kane was his tag team partner at the time. That would have been a terrible tag team to go against because those yeah. two guys are terrified. Yes. Yeah, I mean, at that point, they could have just run through the whole company. Um, match starts. Shelton is just doing his damnedest. He's uh, he's giving Big Show a little offense. Big Show just kind of feeling it out, doing Big Show things. I mean, he can absorb a lot. So um, we do get a couple spots where Shelton's trying to get some high-power moves, goes off the corner rope. Big Show catches him, gets him ready for this choke slam but it's with the hand that is hurt. So he yeah. can't finish it. Shelton seizes the opportunity, gets a couple more, I think like a, dr a couple drop kicks, a couple punches does a, um, tries to hit a cross body, gets caught again. Big show just rag dolls. Shelton Benjamin, who is not a small man um, with a fall away slam. Um, Shelton slides out of the ring a little bit just to, you know, get a breather. Big show follows him out. Shelton slides back in. And we get Triple H interjecting himself. Um, and Big Show just goes after Triple H um, because that he, that's who broke his hand. Apparently, that's what they're trying to do. Who knows? And uh, Shelton gets the win by count out. A little confusing here because Triple H did hit Big Show. And Big Show then followed him to the back. Shouldn't it have been a DQ for Shelton then? And Big Show should have won? I don't know if the ref actually saw that portion. Okay. 
Maybe well, the ref wasn't looking at the giant Titantron behind them. Or maybe he was watching the 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 uh, live coverage and just saw the camera cuts and just missed the punch. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's it. That's the match. Uh, Shelton and his mama are dancing in the ring. They won. They slayed the beast, I guess. Sure. Or at least avoided him. Yeah. Your thoughts on uh, on on Mama Benjamin? Very lovable. She clearly, you know, like you said, you know, she stole the show. Um, you can tell in her voice early on, you know, she's stern, but she loves him. She's trying to do her best to encourage him. She's always going to have his back. Um, I am surprised that she didn't, you know, try to interject with a chair or anything like that when Big Show was on the outside of the ring. Um, but you could see the fear in her eyes a little bit, too, when, when he was, you know, sizing her up. So, you know, overall, I think it's a win for everybody. Um, I believe also Miss Benjamin uh, said after the win, she said, a win's a win, honey. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, you know, that's what parents are for. That's what parents are for. Uh, Cookie, do you remember what happened later on? Shelton Benjamin's mom got injured and had to ride in a wheelchair uh, yes. for the rest of her tenure. What, what happened there, Cookie? Uh, are you talking about what led her to the wheelchair? Yeah, why was she in the wheelchair? Didn't she fall off of something? I think she did, maybe. And uh, were there inter interactions with the boogeyman with her, I believe? Oh, yes. I believe the boogeyman uh, frightened her to the point where she could walk again. She miraculously <laughs> got up out of that chair and ran <laughs> through the oh, building. Oh, 2006, Monday Night Raw. It was you, have to, you have to love the boogeyman, man. Uh, Mike... You got any social media this week? Um, no, we, we did a little bit of live tweeting on Blood and Guts, so check that out. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at number two dollar steak underscore. This week's kind of lull. I don't even know. Tober, did you post anything? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I posted something on Blood and Guts. Yeah, I mean, Tober's been grinding, you know, at work, so we don't expect him to do too much. We did. We did. Tober, you want to talk about your Tito Santana drink? Well, I, I did misspell it. Painted called me out on my misspelling. When you're trying to draw letters, it's it's much different than actually writing letters. So sometimes I miss stuff. But yes, I am starting a two dollar steak cocktail series. And the you first gotta, you, is, gotta, you gotta you gotta shout out the two dollar steak cocktail on the the board though. I'll do what I can. And then you also have to put our our uh, Twitter and Instagram <laughs> handle. <laughs> <Feed us. laughs> Just like shamelessly self promoting at work. Yeah, yeah. I, I already, I already get enough shit when I wear the two dollar steak shirt to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you wearing your own shitty podcast shirt to work? Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta self promote, man. Brand awareness. Uh, hits and shits this week. No shits, all hits. So we already talked about blood and guts. Um, again, between the um, parlay episode last week and then blood and guts this week some of the best like weekly episodic wrestling that i've seen since i started watching wrestling what, like three years ago four years ago um Felt just like super again yeah it's super exciting to like i don't know be a wrestling fan on wednesday nights friday nights actually are, are doing a little decent too on smackdown if you guys want to check that out it's getting a little bit better yeah um so yeah, check out wrestling on AEW Wednesday nights, TNT, and uh, Friday night SmackDown on Fox. Anyway, other shout out, Dark Side of the Ring. I got to watch that yesterday. Oh <laughs> the God, Brian Gilman yes. episodes. Yes. Amazing. Um, you know, again, 
Vice Vice TV doing this uh, these documentaries on wrestlers. It's like shit you particularly me didn't know because I haven't been following it too much. And so I don't only know the history that we've covered kind of on the podcast or that I've looked at myself. So just hearing some of the crap um, that he went through, uh, Brian Pillman, all that sort of thing uh, was pretty interesting. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Yeah. What do you think of Melanie? Oh, God. Oh, the crack whore. Yes. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) clearly, clearly, you know, I, I don't. So Brian Pillman, had a bunch of or had that major car accident and he i mean he passed away because of overdose of painkillers but when they did drug test him all he had was his prescription painkillers in his system um you could definitely tell she was probably taking some of his painkillers along with some other stuff too probably um you know with all the residual i don't know how much her residuals are on brian brian's estate and all that sort of stuff you'd think she would get her tooth fixed (laughs) (laughs) jesus um but but she is she just seems like a terrible human being uh, she drove Brian's ex-wife to shoot herself. Uh, she just seems like a terrible person. She is the ultimate heel of this story, I think. Yeah, I mean, is there something worse than a heel? Because I feel like she might be worse than. A yeah, heel. I mean, she's she's just a total, total terrible human being, and for her to be like, oh, I hope they forgive me. It's like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think one of the the saddest but most powerful lines from that whole episode is is Brian Pillman Jr. trying to reconnect. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? Hate my mom for the rest of my life? Like, it, yeah. It, it's yeah. tough. And like, you know, shout out to his sisters and his aunt. You know, they can they, they get together. And you, you see this a lot. We Well, we saw it um, with the Benoit episode where, you know, you get somebody kind of takes over that matriarchal role. And it usually is kind of the wrestler's sister. Um or, you know, like somebody in the family that that kind of holds these kids together. So shout out for, you know, the, the moms of the world or the ones that become the moms um, for that role, because I can't imagine like being in those kind of crazy. My my family is relatively stable when it comes to the average, you know, yeah. <laughs> average person. So just to be in that kind of wild situation would be insane. And, you know, how his sister doesn't bring up that his mom made her mom kill herself is just like insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy story. It's very interesting. And I think they told it in a very balanced way. Yeah. So I I felt that it was good. One thing I pulled away from it is uh, always lock your doors because the groundskeeper might stab your face. Yeah. They never went into that. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) They they cut to a commercial right after they said this groundskeeper just breaks into this house while Brian's out and like stabs his wife in in her face. And Brian doesn't like go kill this man. Yeah. That was weird. Like I thought like he was going to do a little stint in jail or some shit because he beat the shit out of this guy and they just never go back to it. Always lock your doors. Yeah. I grew up in Youngstown. (laughs) I always lock my doors. Um, Last shout out. So, Dax Harwood did a little Q and A on Twitter the other night. I think he was he was he likes the the tequila a little bit, and I think he was doing a little Q and A on Twitter. He said he wanted to wrestle Ishii, and that would be his dream match. And I one hundred percent am on board with that. I would pay a lot of money to watch Dax Harwood wrestle Ishii. I, I believe that him against the Stone Pitbull would be one of the craziest I, matches. I legit we a hashtag. I legit would consider flying to Japan just to watch that match. Yes. Yeah, that would be insane. Anyway. I got my Vax card right here. Let's go. <laughs> he found it. Um, that's all the hits. 
That's my segment. For the strong style cookie, you actually got a match this week. Uh, nobody else really had full matches. Uh, you got the street fight between the best friends and I, I proud and powerful. Proud and powerful, Santana and Ortiz. I love Santana and Ortiz, man. I I feel like y'all shit on them a little bit. Usually when they're going against FTR, I don't, I don't, like I don't think I've ever shit on them. I've never shit on them. Aaron, I think I've heard you shit on them before. I've never shit on Santana and Ortiz. Mm, okay, all right, all right. Well, much like Blood and Guts, there was a lot of hype behind this street fight. Not as much, but it was still hype because we thought this was going to be a fucking epic match, especially with the the back and forth trash talk. Uh, let's see, Santana and Ortiz destroyed uh, Trent's mom's van. Mm. Uh, what, they put blood all over it? Yeah. Stuff like that. They destroyed it. Put a didn't they put a, a sledgehammer through the windshield? Mm. Yeah, oh yeah. And so this was it got personal. It one hundred percent got personal because what is Trent's mom gonna drive now if she doesn't have her van? I and that that's the question. And that's why this segment is all for you, Cookie. This is your mom. It is Trent's mom. Now, <clears throat> vans destroyed. So obviously this has to come to fisticuffs, but it can't be within a ring because they can't handle the rules of a ring. No. So it has to come to a street fight, boys. And you know what? Santana and Ortiz, they dressed up for the occasion. Their culture, they dressed up as the dead presidents. That's right. You know, so I can't wait for this match. Let's break it down. Get to the countdown. Cookies top four. Number one. Number one. Is it or- Ortiz goes through a fucking glass panel. Yes. Glass panel. And then after that, get suplexed on a car. And then Frog splashes, uh, I think it was Trent, on top of the same car. What a start to this match. Like, this match started just balls to the wall. And I, that's how it has to happen. So I'm glad that that's how they did this. I'm glad that's what they did with the psychology of this match. They were like, let's just fucking go for it. And whatever happens, happens. And you can tell they did not, they didn't have to think twice about moves. They were just like, Let's just, we'll suplex you on this car. If my foot falls through the fucking back windshield, then so be it. And that's exactly what happened. But it made for just an unpredictable match, but a great match altogether. So this was like peak uh, coronavirus, right? Yes. Yeah. So can you imagine like Tony Khan just going up to some of those uh, indie guys he was like employing that were wrestling on Dark and on Dynamite and just be like, all right, who's got the oldest car? (laughs) <laughs> who, uh, who who wants me to just buy their car from them and just like paint them out cash just so they could fuck that shit up? I can I can just imagine Pineapple Pete just like waving his hand in the air. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, me, me, me. <laughs> use my car. I've got a nineteen eighty six Corolla. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose windshield's busted? Whose windshield yeah. wants to be busted? <laughs> right now from driving to shalot every day i i would take that uh yeah i got a couple cracks in my window too yeah same here i gotta get get that fixed before i go to denver by the way boys do y'all think a toyota forerunner can make it to denver oh hell yeah dude cookie if you can get that forerunner to denver you could sell it for double what you paid really forerunners in the pacific northwest and in colorado go for top dollar 
that was a good investment, Cookie. Toyotas are good investments. He, I mean, maybe not. Dull. I don't know what you paid for it, but you you could at least sell it for what you paid for it, if not more. I just I I gar- paid fifteen hundred for it. it was, I, I guarantee you can you can sell that thing wait, for more than you, that you out there. You paid two hundred dollars for that car? No, 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 fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Uh, that's still pretty damn how many, good. How many miles you got on it? Uh, two hundred and thirteen thousand. Shit, I might buy. I'll buy that from for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm about you. to say, Cook, man. I'll give you 15, I got fifteen hundred dollars in my wallet right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need a car. I need a Cash, car out there. So I want Cash. You can take three grain hounds for fifteen hundred dollars, man. No, no joke. You could. You could definitely double your money up if you get that car to Colorado. Chase might have to stay in the uh, the cargo hatch <laughs> of the Greyhound. I look, can we just call this like, fuck? I don't know. We need to call this. Yeah, this whole episode's just going to be called Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Is that C-H-A-S-E? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chase, and, this uh, one's for you, you little, you little parasite fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. Number two. All right. So you thought that the spear through the door was kind of hardcore? But that wasn't it. Did you know, like the super hardcore moment of this match? I think was Ortiz being superplex through or suplex through a guardrail. First off, it was a metal guardrail. I, I mean, it looked metal. I don't know what the fuck it was, but this is why I love street fights. And this is why I love this street fight, because they incorporated not only a door, which I've never seen before in a street fight, but I would imagine that there would be a, a loose door somewhere but also a guardrail, because I would imagine there'd be a loose guardrail somewhere. So balls to the wall match, people getting suplexed and speared through fucking foreign objects. They didn't use just the cars. These guys killed the match. Number three. But I think the moment that I knew that this match may have gone too far was when they took Trent and they launched him through a windshield. That one was rough. I think that was the moment that all of us texted in the group chat and was like, ooh, did you see that? But did you see that, though? Because his his head really smacked that windshield. I thought he was going to go through it, honestly. I, I don't know. Do you guys remember that moment? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I th- remember I watching think, this live. It was wild. Yeah, I think for me, because you said it was like everybody was hyped for it. I, I didn't know if it was going to go well. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like more – cautiously optimistic that it was going to be a decent match, but I'm not, not that big on the best friends. And so I just wasn't really sure how they were going to pull it off. And I think it was that moment that I was like, Oh man, this match is, this is legit. Yeah. This is fucking hard. That was, that was extreme. That, yeah. Dear God, just being launched through a windshield and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's something else, man. Um, I'll go to my honorable mentions next. Here's one that we don't really talk about. The catapult into the tailgate spot. I don't, it, do you remember that? I, I do. I do. I don't it think just, it's an honorable mention. You don't think so? I thought like it It looked, I don't know why. It just, it, to me, it looked like it, it hurt a little bit more than what was expected. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll just go to the next this one. This is no, your I'll, segment. And I will say last week, uh, Jasmine got mad at me and said that we gaslit you into changing your rating last week into a five uh, cookie thing. But then I said, babe, it's Terry Funk. He always gets five cookies. And she said, I don't care. You gaslit cookie. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for having my back. Once again, Aaron, you guys always bully me. You bully me into what you want to hear. Okay. You know what? So if Terry Funk gets three. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
that Terry Funk does get always get five stars. That is true. Terry Funk is the man. He's a G. From now on, he will always get five cookies. Yeah, take that, but, Jasmine. But but I swear, if you say like that match doesn't deserve five cookies in the future, I will go back to this moment right here and be like, you know what, Aaron? He always gets five cookies, no matter what, right? No yeah. matter fucking what. No, okay. Terry always gets five. I'm I'm just all saying. Right. I want you, I just want you to keep that same energy, Aaron. That's all. We will. So like, if when we, we do, up, when we do Terry Funk Week version 75, uh, you know, in the future. Exactly. Okay. All right. Just making sure. All right. So um, going back to my honorable mentions, tell, uh, catapulting to the tailgate, I thought it looked a little bit crazier than what it was. Um, the sledgehammer through the windshield, great aesthetic because it just stayed there. Like throughout the entire match, you just had a fucking sledgehammer through a windshield. Also, soup. A suplex on the trash cans. Boys, I used to wrestle a lot as a kid. I don't know if you guys ever did this, but like <laughs> I used to like jump off of trash cans no. and also like I would like be power slammed on the trash cans. Very unpredictable. I have definitely bounced off of one and like almost like broken my neck from doing that. So Colbert's bounced off a trash trash can before. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you were wrestling, were you, Tobert? No, it was, uh, it was Zane, Zane did it. Dawson was putting me through a table. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I, forgot, I almost forgot about that. Dear God, we need to do that again, Aaron. No, yeah, we, we need to put Tolbert through another thing. Well, maybe not Tolbert. I mean, we could I put was you sore for a week. A week? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good impact. <laughs> They're flat back piece of plywood. That's, uh, that's uh, that actually, did not give. That is fair. And plus, you had uh, Zane and you had Big Mike putting you through it. Too, <laughs> yeah, so. They put a little force into it. Yeah, they put a little. I'm sure they put a little umph into it to make it look good. <laughs> was that the pizza guy? That was Domino's. That was there. Right? That was, was Domino's night. Guy. He he did not touch Tolbert. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I just remember him being there. That was a. That was a wild night. He was <clears> holding <throat> the boom mic, and I'm sure he got fired that night. Yes. Yeah, I'm Probably. pretty positive he did, too. Yeah, have you ordered Domino's since then, and have you seen him? I have not, just because it would be awkward. Yes, probably. Probably. 2148 right. <laughs> Harrison Street. This motherfucker. <laughs> I lost Number. my job because of him. <laughs> yeah. Number four. All right, last one, boys. You know what? Santana and Ortiz, they were trying to finish this match off and they were going to go in the trunk. They were going to pop the trunk on the best friend's bitch asses, right? But guess who comes out of the trunk? It wasn't a, it wasn't a gun. It wasn't like Brian Pillman. There was no gun. It was Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy pops out of this trunk, the other best friend. He comes out, a couple of orange punches. Chuck drops Santana on his head with a pile driver on the hood of a, a whatever Toyota that was, the red Toyota in the corner. Right. And then Trent does a dude buster through a piece of plywood in that uh, old Chevy truck in the corner. One, two, three. You get the end of a beautiful but chaotic street fight. And you know what the icing on the cake was? What's the icing? Trent's mom mm. comes back with a new van to pick up her boys. And you know what? She drives off with the boys. And in that, that very final moment, when you see the AEW title screen at the bottom, she just flips off the camera. <laughs> she flips off the camera and says, you know what? Fuck those boys, Santana and Ortiz. Absolutely. One of the best endings to any professional wrestling show ever. I felt that, that the finger out the window, chef's kiss. 
Absolutely. I mean, and this match, man, again, unpredictable. When you mess with stuff with cars, glass, and stuff like that, hoods, you don't know the people can slip. Very, uh, very extreme, very dangerous match. But these guys, they put together a 15-minute classic, balls to the wall, and it was it was something, man. It was I believe it's a five cookie match. Good. Because it was I thought it was just that good. And especially in the moment, we were all popping for just about every spot that they did. I don't think there was ever a lull, a wrap it up boys, nothing like that. Yeah, I felt that it was a one of the best matches of of pandemic pandemic era AEW. Uh hopefully they can continue some of those awesome matches. We got to see blood and guts, which I felt continued that chaos and, and awesomeness. Uh, hopefully some more in the future. Absolutely. And you know what? I was just thinking about this. Wasn't blood and gut supposed to happen pre pandemic or like right around the pandemic? Yeah. It was like right when shit popped off, it was going to be the inner circle versus the elite. Um, but it was gotcha. like legitimately right when everything was like shutting down completely. That's what it was. Okay. Yep. It's a shame. I think, I think this one was ended up better than that. Oh one. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, finally, we're here. Uh, we don't have a match, but we do have a saga. Uh, Tolbert, for your Mother's Day gift, I give you Mark Henry and Mae Young. Hmm. I still hate you for this. I, I pulled up the, the, the Google Doc and I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> But um, Why, though, I you you had four beautiful <laughs> links. It's a love story. It's he sent me the hearts. whole vignette. He sent me the whole love saga, which I did not need to be reminded about because I, I I watched this live as as a kid, as a as a, a preteen in my living room. Yeah, I um, I honestly didn't know. Uh, I think at this point in my life. I had gone through maybe the first growth and changes class where I kind of learned what a, a night boner was and stuff like that. But I didn't <laughs> understand um, the biological processes of having mm. a child. And this taught me. Uh, well, this was okay. this was 2000, Varnum. I, I think I was 14. I was 15. 14. Never mind. Hopefully I definitely, you would have learned by then, that. homie. But uh, if you didn't, this probably taught a lot of people watching wrestling. That wrong, I probably didn't. The wrong know. things. <laughs> yes. So, oh man, uh, I was grossed out the first time I watched this. I'm still grossed out to this day when I watch this. But the first little clip we have, the vignette, it is uh, Mark Henry and May Young, a very old May Young. If you are not familiar who May Young is, she's uh, a classic women's wrestler. Uh, she's probably in her 80s, <laughs> 70s at this point. Um, then we have sexual chocolate himself, uh, Mr. Mark Henry, looking suave there in a, in a restaurant setting. And uh, they are professing their love to each other. And uh, she informs him that she's pregnant. Mm. Yes, all 70 something years old of her. Mm. And, and uh, a like Mark Sarah Henry, in the Bible. He, he, just, just like the Bible, Vardim, just like the Bible. Um, <laughs> So Mark being uh, the upstanding gentleman that he is, he starts showering his, his uh, um, 
his lover, his the mother to his new child with with gifts that she might need during the pregnancy. Uh, one of them is uh, what she mince pronounces is some hemorrhoid cream. What, what does he say? Uh, <laughs> he, he, he he mispronounces hemorrhoids, and it's it's pretty comical. Um, but she goes, "Oh, thank you, honey. I already got those." And she graciously accepts the hemorrhoid cream. He he comes back with uh, some stretch mark lotion to rub on her belly she's like you gonna rub that on my belly baby um yeah he comes back with with a breast pump that she almost models uh on him oh oh dear yeah, God. so uh mark is you know he's very excited to become a father mm. um and, i think and, he's gonna be a great father oh yeah oh the strongest one of the strongest guys in the world you know probably one of the strongest dads in the world anyway we, we, we cut to the second vignette and uh Oh God! <laughs> this is where May Young and Mark Henry are checking into a hotel, and they're at the front desk. He's very excited, and uh, the clerk at the desk is like, "Oh, would you like two conjoining rooms?" You know, obviously your friends. He's like, "Nah, dog. We need one room. Matter of fact, give me a honeymoon suite. You get that honeymoon suite." Then they start sweet talking and smooching on each other, and uh, th- this guy is well, he's taken aback. Clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, it reminded me of this one time. I have, I have to share the story because it brought back some memories when I was selling cars. Um, you sold cars? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I worked at Hendrick Toyota for almost two years. Uh, this is back in like 07, 08, though. So 2008 was not a good time to sell cars. But anyway, <laughs> it was rough in the streets. <laughs> and I was out there hitting the bricks. And, and, and this uh, this older black guy comes up, you know, and he, he looks young, you know, like he's – you know, he doesn't look that old, and he has this old uh, lady with him, much older looking. She is of Asian descent. I think she was Korean, and he was wearing a veteran's hat. Obviously, he was in the war. I should have put two and two together, yep. but I was probably stoned, not paying attention, and uh, trying to sell this guy a car. And instead of calling him his wife, I'm like, oh, you brought your mother along with you. Oh, and oh. did not yeah. sell a car. He, no, I did not sell a car that day. Yeah, uh, short. <laughs> when I first started working at the hospital, because you have to ask people like these subjective questions, like you know, do you live alone or who do you live with? What's your house situation look like? All this sort of stuff. I've been burned more times than I can count. When I'm like, they're like, oh, I live, I live with them. I'm like, oh, is is, is that your your spouse? Like, no, that's my husband or my daughter, or my son, like, Oh, okay. Or, Oh, I live with them. I'm like, Oh, is that your daughter? No, that's my wife. I'm just like, God damn it. I'm done with this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't guess. So now, yeah. so now, yeah, it's like, Oh, you live with them. Who are they? <laughs> like, In what guess, relation yeah. are they to you? Yeah. And I, and yeah. I've seen it both ways. I've seen like, obviously, I mean, very typical. You get the older guy with the younger girl, but I've seen like 50 year old dudes with like 75 year old women. Mm. Yeah, this is um, one of those cases, man. And uh, like I said, I did not sell a car that day. He yelled at me, my mother, that's my wife, <laughs> like stormed off. But anyway, the, the, the clerk at this hotel desk, he was a true professional. Uh, he did not let it face him. And like a true professional, you don't say anything until they walk away. And you mur- murmur it behind their back. And he's just like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, we cut to the hotel scene, which is, uh, I think, the pinnacle of this uh Love saga. Um, Henry is uh, derobed and in bed. Um, oh, and, he's getting ready. He's getting yeah, he's pumped. getting ready. He pulls the shorts off under the covers, which is uh, a Classic great move. move. 
classic, classic move. move. So you're naked on arrival, you know, but it's like a surprise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and May comes out in her lingerie, <laughs> ready mm. to give him his present. And, and we have a little shot of them under the covers rustling around, which is gross. Um, the sound effects are even grosser. Um, <laughs> she comes back out. She's like, oh, baby, I got to give you your uh, Valentine's gift, which is a pair of edible undies, which she proceeds to put on and get in bed with Mark Henry. And uh, I think he ate those edible undies, man. Uh, uh, maybe the greatest line of the entire saga is Mark which, Henry screaming, Tutti Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> which, which may or may not make uh appearance in the haiku this week <laughs> i believe the line is i believe the line is mm, fruity. <laughs> oh my god them cut oh, when they yes. cut the jerry the king lawler just throwing up in his crown that's exactly how everyone felt i think so <laughs> yes so that's uh, a good segue to our next scene our next and final well second to last uh scene of well, let's see. We actually get some sort of a wrestling match in this. We get a shot of Henry. Uh, I don't know even know who he was wrestling, but Crash Holly. Yes, Crash Holly, uh, and we see May Young do uh, a little splash on Crash Holly. Everyone not good is, to do when you're pregnant. No, no, everyone's all upset, and she is. Uh, th- this gets very uncomfortable. She's rolling around the ring like in pain hold her stomach the announcer's like oh my god she's with child she's in labor and they take her back to the back room where we have uh may young what was the other uh, female wrestler the old one um fabulous moolah yeah fabulous moolah was back there uh with her smoker's voice and old ass <laughs> and we, we got a paramedic we've got mark henry um and we've got uh, Patterson, Patterson and Frisco. Br- <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And at this era, man, they're always, dude, just hanging around in the background doing dumb shit. <laughs> but she is on the table and she is uh, proceeding to deliver this baby. And the paramedic has got her knees up, lifts up her skirt. And uh, he goes, Miss um, Young, when's the last time you had your period? And she goes, 1957. <laughs> <laughs> She also in the process saying she's not gonna have this baby until she lights up a cigar. So they give her a cigar. Um, is that you know, uh, is that safe, Mike? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, you know we got a lot of things going on. The uh, the paramedic is perplexed by her answer, and uh, we get some fart noises, and uh, <laughs> which I am perplexed about. Yeah, and we get all kinds of stuff. Everyone's holding their noses, and we get some. We start getting some rubber balloon sounds, like someone's rubbing on a, a rubber balloon. Um, and just to wrap this up, man, she bursts a a, a hand, yes, <laughs> a placenta covered hand, which yes. is uh, disgusting. And to this day, I remember seeing this live. I never knew why. The rhyme or reason behind this. I don't think it, anybody did. It made no sense whatsoever. You know, Vince McMahon was in the back laughing his ass off. And I've, I've listened to um, uh, not Cornette's podcast. What's the other one? Pruitt's podcast. Um, uh, Bruce, uh, uh, something to wrestle. Bruce Pritchard's. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard's. Uh, and he actually talks about this a little bit. I think in one of his episodes. And uh, yeah, even they don't know what the hell was going on. But uh, yeah, disturbing visuals, disturbing uh, everything. Uh, and the last vignette we get is uh, 
May Young walking by the women's locker room with uh, a a guy in a giant hand costume. Mm. <laughs> She's like, I just want to introduce my son. Yep. <laughs> Gives a little finger wave. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and that's it. So not much storyline behind that either. So I think to this day, it's still a mystery. One of the greatest mothers in all of professional wrestling, though. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Tobert, <laughs> give me your haiku. It's ridiculous. All right. Mmm, Tutti Fruity. <laughs> Henry blowing old backs out. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. Oh, you know Henry blew that back out. Oh. Well, yep. That's yeah. great. Any final thoughts on the, the uh, old handy over there, Mike? Um, no, I was just right. imagine watching this as like a 14 year old. Yeah, I as a as an adult, I was very disturbed through this whole process. Um, but like, yeah, just walking through it video by video. It's like what is going to happen next? Um, Did you know what was going to happen? No, I had no idea. I hadn't watched this at all. Um, I had heard about it. The the love affair with Mark Henry, but not the uh, aftermath of the, you know, labor inducing, you know, the hand in the hand. Hopefully, being uh, if Mark ever makes it to a wrestle cade, that'd be great to ask him how his son's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It would have been better. I think if it would have been like a, a big giant black hand, like Mark Henry, but yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> like instead of just like pale ass white hand, but yeah, I would have had some questions. <laughs> Cookie, hey Mark, your, your thoughts on the hand? Uh, I thought the hand was a little uh, discolored. You know, I, I think May Young may have cheated. Uh, on who? I don't know. Maybe Val Venus. Maybe Gerald know. Briscoe. He was the one that was uh, the most disturbed by the whole thing. Yeah, he yeah, was definitely south of the equator. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he threw up afterwards, too. It was. Oh, I yeah, threw I up, too. Yeah, I, just, I don't know what was going through Vince's head on this one. Yeah, I don't um, know. Either. You know, it was two thousands. Maybe he was just jacked on steroids. Well, he was, but <laughs> anyways. Uh, thank you to all the mothers. This was a, a phenomenal tribute to to being a mom here on the Two Dollar Steak Podcast. Was it? I, I, I feel that that this really, uh, you know, go goes through the process and 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 some of the things that you have to do as the matriarch of a family. You got to encourage. Uh, you you got to make sure that that your kid. Look, grows up into a big strong man and you you gotta you, you gotta just be there for your kid thank you to all the mothers uh out there uh any any final thoughts from anybody about mothers god bless him god bless him yes cookie oh no i was just doing what uh trent's mom did that was the, oh gosh, that was my you're giving me the trent's finger mom. yep yeah giving you the finger well, thank you for listening to Two Dollar Steak, a professional wrestling podcast. You'll hear from us again next week. Toodles. Oh, uh, oh fuck you, Chase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>